Hey mud peddlers, so quick note before we get started with the episode. If you missed the early bird registration for Ceramicon, not to worry. Official registration opens on February 20th and you can get $20 off by using the affiliate links listed in the show notes. So mark your calendars and head to ceramicon.co or C-E-R-A-M-I-C-O-N.co to get a peek at the library of videos you'll get access to when you register. Okay, on with the show. The Mud Peddlers, a podcast where two nerdy ceramic artists share the behind the scenes of their worlds of clay. We're your hosts, Lindsay M. Dillon. And I am Dante of Earth Nation. Today, Dante and I are talking about kind of like a subsection of time management, and we're basically talking about how we made time for our ceramics when we were beginning working in clay and then today and kind of how that's changed and how we've how we've grown our businesses and our time management Definitely as we grown. have uh, yeah we yeah def- well I feel like in the in the beginning I had like a job mm-hmm. right and then I lived with like my mom and then I would pay a part of that rent and then but any extra money would basically go to the pottery yeah and then all my free time went to the pottery I mean, but how do you make time for, like, friends? Because that's, like, it's so funny. I think I know I feel like... like you, you know this answer. I, I know this answer. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to tell you, I'm going to talk about it anyway. Because, like, uh, yeah. one of the things that used to drive me crazy is that whenever people would talk about, like, time and how they, like, split time between pot and the rest of their life, is that they'd say, like, oh, yeah, like, I worked in, you know, I worked in the studio for 13 hours a day. And I'm like, bro, okay, but you have a wife and two children. Clearly, you're not just working on pottery for 13 straight no. hours. So, like... No, of course not. So... With your free time, how did you also, like, balance time between... Because, like, what... I guess when you were getting started, like, what was your schedule, like, week to week? It was, like, school, work, pottery is what it was. And then... Like, no, I mean, like, specifically, like, Monday, Tuesday. Like, oh, specifically. Yeah, yeah, Okay, so Monday, basically, I went to work, and then I worked a night shift at Dollar Tree. I was a sore stalker. Okay. They were like, that's a that's a strong fatty. Make him pick up the boxes and put the stuff on the shelf. <laughs> and also, I did... Don't need... I need sleep less... I needed sleep less than I do now right so i just stayed up for like two three days in a row oh my god doing pottery and sketching and then like working at dollar tree and then i would stock the store and then mm. i'd stay up for a couple more hours because i worked until i worked a monday night shift from about 11 or 10 p.m to like five or six a.m okay and then by the time i got home and eight and like watch some cartoons or something mm-hmm. 10 a.m came around alpha fired arts was open right right and then i would go there and i would <gasps> rinse and repeat unless it was a school night in which case i would go to sleep right so i come home from the studio which usually closed around six i'd go to sleep i'd wake up around eight or nine i'd go to school because mm-hmm. tuesdays and thursdays were my split set right and then i would have school for the entire day because all my classes were Tuesdays and thursdays oh, okay okay and then after class i'll go do pottery <laughs> oh my god after all my classes my classes would go from about maybe 10 or 11 a.m if i was late to class if i scheduled them correctly usually it's about nine i would stay there until about four or five and then if i was really lucky i'd dip into alpha for an hour or two check on my stuff because you know mm-hmm. you gotta check on your stuff oh yeah yeah. you gotta make sure <laughs> you gotta see what level it's at and all that yeah and then I would rinse and repeat that schedule. But as for your question of friends, like, those were the people I liked around me while I was doing work at the time. Okay. Does that make... I, you and I are different animals. I... But, that, but that's why yeah. I wanted to talk about that. It's part of why I think this is interesting to talk about because we have had such different ways of navigating that time. I mean, because I know you have close friends. You have people that, like, you have your favorite people. I got, you like, know? 12 of them. Yeah. What was it? So, somebody so, uh, at work was like, you're such a Capricorn. You hate everybody except for, like, 12 people. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. Money, 12 people, and slapping cheeks. That's what I'm about. 
<laughs> I it. love it. I love it. I appreciate that money is on that list now because it used to not be as much. And I'm like, yeah, Dante. Like, yeah, that makes me happy. I so. actually like money. I just don't. I don't enjoy the way I, the things I have to do to get it. I mm-hmm. wish I could just do physical labor, get money, and then do those other things. But instead, I have. You know, to, like, you could do. You could have an OnlyFans. That's doing physical labor. Nobody wants to see. That. <laughs> I, I beg to differ. I'm but getting that's a older whole... and I'm getting fatter. You got that dad bod though. I do. I do now. Yeah, and okay. you're a dad, so it's like genuine grade it's genuine. A. Dad bod. It's like, ooh, he sits on the couch and takes care of his children for hours on end of day. So hot. Oh, my ooh. gosh. I love it. He I looks like it. he does less physical activity than he should be. Mm. <laughs> so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how did you spend time with your friends, though? <laughs> like. They would message me and be like, come out. Okay. Like, come through. And I would be like, nah. <laughs> Just just in general, the way that I seem to operate is I have work to do. Whoever's around me while I'm doing that work, I will communicate with. And out of those X amount of people, I usually like or attach to about one of them. It's very rare, but it does happen that I find someone that I am just not in a sexual way, but just yeah, attracted yeah. to right, yeah, in a yeah. general sense. Like, I like your energy. I like your vibe. I enjoy the way you move. I like your work ethic. I like your morality. I want you to be in my circle of friends. And then mm-hmm. if we connect well enough, I want to be close friends. And then yeah. after like two or three years of that, I'm just in your life forever. <laughs> but I'm not gonna, I feel bad saying this, I'm not gonna go out of my way, usually, unless it's business, to communicate with you. Like, I have, my best friend's name's Howie, right? Right, right, right. I communicate with him like once a week. And like, I see you more than him, or I talk to you, you more than yeah, I talk yeah, to him, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just like, unless we're doing business together, or unless he's like, hey, come hang out with me, mm. I'm probably not going to see him, realistically. Okay, so, so... I don't make time for my friends. My friends make time for me, and then I agree to it. Okay, so they basically they basically drag you out of the out of yeah. the house, out of the studio. Out of the cave, definitely. Yeah. yeah, but you work a whole different way, right? Like, you get antsy when you don't see your homies. Yeah, I gotta... Tell I gotta, me about that. I gotta see my homies. Okay, so... In general, when I like when I had graduated from UC Santa Cruz and I was back in Sacramento, like trying to you know build a business, mm-hmm. I got a part time job that was anywhere between like I don't know twenty four and like thirty two hours a week. Yeah, yeah, it was usually an afternoon shift, uh, so I would have I would I don't know I think I'd usually work like you know, five five days out of the week. Saturday shifts were usually longer. This is when I was working at the um, specialty olive oil shop. Right, I remember that. Yeah. I worked there, like, Saturdays were basically all work days, but for the most part, most of my, like, weekday shifts were about, I don't know, like, six hours or something like Mm -hmm, that. mm -hmm. So most of my work time for ceramics was when I was taking classes at Sac City College. Okay. So those would usually be morning classes a couple days a week, and then, if I'm remembering correctly, I would also come in on, like, the non-class days to, like, get work done. So I... I think it was usually something that I ended up doing in the mornings. Mm -hmm. And then when I started, like, later, when I started converting this garage into an actual studio space, Mm -hmm. then I was able to start doing more work, like, in the evenings. Yes. When I started working for Chocolate Fish, because those are basically the two main companies that I worked for, was a Chef's Olive Mix and then Chocolate Fish Coffee Roasters. The company was called Chef's Olive Mix? Yes. The company was called Chef's Olive Mix, and it was, like, a specialty olive oil and balsamic vinegar store. No shade, but that just sounds like a thing. What do you mean? That just sounds like... Like an item. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What's your company called? Chef's Olive Mix. No, not what you're selling. What's the company called? Chef's Olive Mix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, not the name on the... Not the oil of bottle you, on the can that you... Mm. What is it What is it called? I named it Chef's Olive Mix. You named your company a whole item? <laughs> 
it is a little confusing because some people are like, where are the olives? And I'm like, haha, yeah, no, we serve olives. Where's the chef's olive mix? Yeah. You're standing in it. Ah. <laughs> Who's on first? Oh my lord. Sorry. <laughs> so, okay, so when I worked at Chocolate Fish, uh, okay, oh wait, okay, so sorry. Some of this, also this timeline, is yeah. reviewed in one of our earliest episodes, for our listeners' sakes, uh, some of these, some of what we're talking about is covered in our earliest episode. So if you want like a more detailed step-by-step -step timeline of how we got from like A to B, yeah. you'll go into that. But this is more like the time management sort of part of that. Yeah, go back. Yeah, go give back. It a, give it a five-star review. Yeah. Spotify lets you do that now. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yay. Why are you doing that right now? Yeah. Pause the episode. Why do, do, no. <laughs> why do you hate me so much? Oh, don't. Because <laughs> the dad bod, isn't it? Oh my God. <laughs> Not hot enough for you, and we're gonna divorce me. You're gonna leave me for no a one's hotter, ever, younger pool boy. No one's ever gonna divorce you. See if he'll put up with your weird habits of of not doing your own dishes. Oh my gosh. How about that? Okay. All right, Dante. S sorry. You're good. You're good. I'm a good. <laughs> so, uh, there was about a year. So there, like, uh, so after after my sister passed away, there was about right. a year where I was very lucky enough to not have to work um, because I actually got uh, let go from my job at the Olive Place. Like I was gonna keep working there, but then like they were going through some business difficulties. Anyway, I got laid off and my family was like, Lindsay, you just went through like one of the worst yeah. things you can possibly go through in life. Yeah. How about like, just take take a bit of a break. Like, you know. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, so I, I didn't work, uh, or I worked rather only on ceramics for about uh, like nine months or something like that. And then I started working at uh, Chocolate Fish Coffee Roasters again, anywhere between like 24 and 32 hours for the most part mm -hmm. and then over the two and a half years or so let's see 2017 18, about almost three years that i worked there i slowly reduced my hours so that instead of working you know five days a week i do four days and then three days yeah. and then two days and then by the time i quit it, i was literally working there one day a week yeah but going back to your original question about seeing my homies that was one of the biggest things I had trouble with with my like time management is when I started having a bit more flexibility with my schedule where I wasn't actually working for like somebody else and I was working on my own time. Mm -hmm. If someone was like, hey, Lindsay, like, let's get together for lunch. I have this day off or I'd like, let's get, you know, let's do this. Let's do this. I had a really hard time saying no to that. Really? Yeah, because I was like, well, you know, like I want to be accommodating to like this person's time, you know, and it was it was hard because I always I used to think, oh, okay, well, I'll just shift my hours around. So, you know, if we have lunch from 12 to 3, instead of working till 6, I'll work till 9. I'll make up these hours. Or, oh, you, you know. You burn out that way. Yes, that's exactly what happened. Yeah. Is I, I And oftentimes, I would not actually make up those extra hours. No. So I would say, oh, I'll work an extra three hours, but some, you know, sometimes I just straight up wouldn't. Yes. Then that kind of created a cycle of like me feeling badly about myself yeah. because I was like, oh, I'm undisciplined. I can't manage my own time. You know? Like that guy from the Da Vinci Code who whips himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm a bad worshiper. I'm a bad person. Yeah, for sure. Oh my God. Yes, I had a really hard time with that. And to be honest, like I still do, I'm a lot better than I used to. And it's, yeah. it, there's, it's very rare that I will. You're better at saying no, if I can yeah, say that. Yes, thank you're, you. You're far better at that. I, I hella appreciate that. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious how you've observed that. Like, what do you, what do you Because you told see? me no. Oh really? I have? What have yeah, I, I well, told you no? Like, well, cause usually when we, when we first kind of got together, it was like, it was like, uh, hey, do you want to go do this thing? And then you'd be like, yes, immediately. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. over there, you just start to be like, well, I have to do some other stuff. Oh, you, know, you start yeah. respecting your time more, if I were to use yeah. that language. Yeah. Now it's like, not only do you reciprocate 
those actions because you'll ask like Dante does this work for you mm. I know you know you'll also I'll say like do you want to go do this and you'll be like no I can't I have to trim cups yeah you set a hard line you know what yeah. I mean yeah yeah and you give an explanation too which is great because I don't do that <laughs> you're just like no I do I mean I do it with you but if somebody yeah. if somebody or my friends you know we have in Sacramento coin op which is like a oh, video yeah. game arcade alcohol thing yeah 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 they'll be like want to go to coin op it's right up your alley let's go which usually I just hoard one game the whole time for <laughs> hours with like a handful of tokens yeah but I would usually be like nah mm -hmm. and then they would inquire like but why yeah and I'm like well I don't want to and the way my brain works is well do I need to socialize right now no that's mm -hmm. usually not the case yeah am I hungry Yes. Can I get food there or on the way? Yes. Will it be too much trouble for me to make food of my own at home? Uh, yes. Do I have money? Yes. Okay. So I'm going out to hang out with friends and eat and spend a bit of money on eating. I will buy groceries at a later time mm. to fix this problem later. But the priority is not socializing with friends and happen, oh. and I happen to eat. Yeah. It's like, yeah. do I need to do it? Is it a benefit to my time schedule? And are my friends there as an added bonus? Yeah. But they're never the primary. Oh. They're never primary. Yeah. I think you're opposite. I think yeah, my I'm friends are there and I might eat. I'm, yeah, yeah, yeah. With there, I think there's only a few exceptions where it's like sometimes with you getting dim sum is like, I mean, we're all, I mean, yeah, obviously yeah. we're already going to go get like, do like the podcast recording. Yes. But sometimes it's like, oh, f I really want dim sum. Well, I'll wait until Dante and I get together well, you, to, you know, do our thing. But yeah, but yeah. I generally tend to like the food or the drinks or whatever are more an accessory to yes. what's happening with my friends. Yes. But one of the things that I think helped a bit with that time management for me was that for a long time, again, especially when I was working at Chocolate Fish, yeah. is uh, on Sundays, like before the pandemic, Sundays basically became like my primary socialization days. So Like D&D &D and whatnot? Not necessarily D&D, because &D, I'm trying to think at that time if I was playing, I guess I was playing D&D, &D, but that was like Saturday. So, okay, so if I think on average, I probably have three social interactions of some kind during the week. Three of them? Yeah, probably, well, mm, less so On now. purpose? On purpose, yeah. Like you went out so, of your house to do that? Yes, so okay, less less so now, but I would say like when things were most active, like, like again, before the pandemic, when my life was the most active, Sundays became the main socialization day. So like after my shift at Chocolate Fish, me and like my friends who, you know, like some of my closest friends I ended up being people who worked there so we would all like yeah. go out and you know go get dinner or go grab drinks or go see a movie or something that kind of became like one of my main social anchors for the week so the rest of the week mm -hmm. I was able to work around like knowing okay I may want to do something but I know that Sunday is going to be like the so the main socialization day and maybe I'll play D and like yeah I'll have D&D &D on Saturday and maybe D&D &D on Wednesday so it's like that socialization includes things like D&D &D where I'm not actually leaving the house. So you plan your socialization like to a certain extent. Oh yeah, I... I don't. It just happens oh. to me. If it happens yeah. it happens and if it doesn't it doesn't. I have to plan my socialization to some degree like okay I'm trying to be better about reaching out to people, but like, and I think I have gotten better over the years because it used to be that I would just for like months at a time, I would be so- Burnt out. Not burnt out. I would be focused in the studio and I would have my nose to the grindstone so much that I wouldn't like look up necessarily. Like, cause, I, cause again, I'm thinking like for the friends that I saw on Sundays, that was only part of my friend group. So it was more like if I didn't have a thing structured and planned, it was harder for me to see the people that I didn't see already because of that setup structure like D&D or like the Sundays thing. But when the pandemic came along and it was more like I wasn't seeing people in person, then it became really like it took a long time to figure out 
time balancing, like communicating people mm -hmm. versus not, you know, for many different reasons. Like we, I just, the way that I used to socialize just was really different. Yeah, 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 yeah. This is fascinating to me. <laughs> This is it. This is because I don't work like this at all. Oh my god. Yeah, uh -huh. see, I feel like I need to because it's. I have a I'm meter that fills, and once it's yeah. filled, I'm good. But you're like, I didn't get to see this person. Yeah. And I have to go see them. And I'm like, no, I already saw other people. Yeah. I don't I, get to see them this I week. feel like I have. Okay, so like one of the things I actually started doing, yeah. again, for like habit management, yeah. is so I have this I have this app. I used to use it all the time, and then I, the bullet journal kind of replaced it. But now I'm realizing that like for habit tracking, I don't necessarily like using the bullet journal for this. Is it Finch? It's not Finch. Okay, it's, right. it's similar. Okay. So it's it's called Habitica and it's like a habit tracking app. Just making words up again. It's super cute. It's like, it's you have like your little 8-bit character and they can be a mage or a warrior or like a cleric. And anyway, you get like points. It's basically like gamifying your life with like- Oh, I've seen within, this. Yeah, yeah. I, have, I used to have one of those. Oh, I, nice. I started making points up. I started being like, wow, my pottery is at like level 99. My gym is at level five. Uh, that's fun. Actually, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So what I started doing is I made like a list of the people that I want to make sure I keep good track of. And I have like a little keep in touch since so it's like, oh, like when was the last time I talked to Sarah? When was the last time I talked to Alana? When was the last time I talked to Cor? You know, it's like, so I have all these people because I... I would consider myself a relatively social person. I think you're like, normal, so you're not like overly social. Yeah. And you're like, I need to see my friends a couple times a week. Yeah, yeah. Overly social people won't do any work unless they have socialized with one person a day. Oh yeah, no, no, no. They I need to be yapping all the time. I think what works for me is having long periods of time in the studio where the only other person I'm seeing is like my mom, you know, yeah. and it's just like, oh, I don't come in, we'll like have tea together or something, and then I'm out in the studio working for hours by myself. I really need that alone time, but yes. that, that's balanced out with social time with, with friends. But I do, fortunately, I do have friends that reach out to me and are like, hey, like, let's go do this thing. Hey, let's go do this thing. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh God, I'm so sorry. It's been so long since I've seen you. I didn't return your message because I saw it, had planned to respond to it, and then I didn't. And then the longer it waited on my phone, the more guilty I felt about not responding. So the longer, and it just became a graveyard of unanswered messages. And that's basically like... Yeah, I noticed yeah. whenever you get a little <laughs> too tired, you stop answering messages. Yes. Which which is fine, <laughs> but like, I know that about you. So when you don't respond within the day, I'm like, she's probably tired. Yeah. No, but I'm glad, but you know me well enough to be like, let's say, you know, you send yeah. me I know you text and be to like, hey. To be like, we gotta get shit done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We have stuff to do. Yeah, and I appreciate that. The general way I, well, you know, like my 12 people. Uh -huh. Those 12, so I have like socialization rules. Okay. And those 12 people are not in the bounds of those rules. They can break all the rules. Oh, okay. So tell me about your socialization rules and like how they relate to your like work schedule. I don't like none of you. <laughs> Rule number one. Okay. Rule all number right. two, the work come before you. Okay. You, you not in the 12, I'm working. The 12, that sounds like a, like a magical council. You're not in the 12, I'm working. But like anybody in the 12 gets whatever they want pretty mm. much. Like, and, and is it just that they don't, they kind of know that you like to work? So conceivably, if those 12 people reached out to you on a random work day though, for the most part you would say I, no, I would, right? No. Oh. The 12 people are not in the, it, like none of the rules apply to them. So do they just generally not and then like that works for you? I'll let a plate of work die if Sammy wants to come into town. If Sammy oh, okay. was like, I'm coming into town, I want to go to lunch right now. Yeah. I would be like, okay, let me clean up. Yeah. It's my work day. It's my pottery work day. But like, yeah. let me clean up. Like, oh, because I'm thinking. They have a lot of power. Yeah. For me, they can make me do essentially anything. <laughs> and I'll do it. I mean, I believe that, but I guess like they must 
have a sense of what works well for your schedule. Otherwise, you would never get any work done. Because if there's 12 of those people, if each one of those people asked you something each day of the week, you would never get work done. Yeah, I mean, there's a certain level of honesty where, like, if Howie said, you know, like, right after Sammy came into town, if Howie was like, I want to go have lunch, I'd be like, oh, okay. And then I'd go out to lunch, and the third person contacts me in one day or one week, I'd be like, I kind of skipped too much work already. I'll catch yeah. you next time. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. at least the way I am is my meter gets filled by the amount of socialization, mm -hmm. not who I'm socializing with. Mm -hmm. So, like, I come see you about once a week or once every two weeks for the podcast. Yeah. We hang out. We go eat. We spill, like, for three or four hours we talk, right? Yeah. That's my socialization for the week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm done. If, <laughs> no, if no one contacts me, I'm good. Yeah. Right? And the rules for you are outside those. So if you said, like, hey, I want to see you again tomorrow, I would just come see you again tomorrow and the next day and the next day and the next day. Right. But, like, after the first or second time, my meter's full. Yeah. I don't have to do it anymore. Yeah. I mean, my, I would say my meter fills up, too, which is part of the reason why I want to structure my social life a little bit more conscientiously mm -hmm. because oftentimes what will happen is the people who reach out to me are the people I end up seeing most often and then my bar kind of gets filled yeah. and then the people that I don't re that don't reach out to me as often or I don't reach out to I don't see as often so my goal is to like, and again, there's, there's, you know, <laughs> there's no way to like do this perfectly. Right. And I mean, people are not numbers. There's going to be holes. People yeah. are people. Yeah. It's no, like, there's people the, are numbers. Yeah. <laughs> Except for the 12. <laughs> Except for the 12. Right. Right. <laughs> but there's always going to be an ebb and flow to friendships, right? Like, you know, yeah, sometimes course, you see yeah. people more or less or whatever. But my goal is to, to have chunks of time dedicated towards not working uh -huh. that where I have, like, I space out seeing the various people that I see. Because in general, the kind of work schedule that I want to have on, like, a Monday through Friday, mm -hmm. I know that, like, what time I come into the studio varies a lot because I'm a night owl and my schedule is continually trying to go on vampire time and I always have to, like, scooch that back. Yeah, yeah. So to be honest, I know that I will be in the studio by, like, noon most of the time. Right. And then I will work, or I try to, I basically say, okay, any socialization has to happen after six on weekdays. So after six, after six. Now, conceivably, like I have situations where it's like I have um, a friend who like was going to come over to the studio and she lives super kind of far away, but she works in the area. So it was like, well, she gets off of work at four. So oh. instead of her having to wait for two hours, drive all the way back home and then drive all the way back or yeah. wait for two hours doing nothing, it's like, okay, for her, because it's an every now and then kind of thing, mm -hmm. I will break that schedule. So there's, I agree, there's like a few people who depending on their schedule and their situation, yeah. I will break my rule because otherwise I will never get to see this person. Yes. But so yeah, so my general rule is like any socialization on a weekday has to happen after six mm -hmm. with some more like, you know, a few people who can kind of break the rules. And then I've really made an effort over the years to have Saturday, Sunday as not work days. And of course that changes during like, you know, the holidays or during like con prep or something like yeah, that. that. Yeah. Yeah. But for the most part, like that is how I try and balance my socialization and my like also my me time mm -hmm. too you know mm -hmm. my me time belongs yeah. to destiny yeah all of it tell me destiny and the baby and that's it mm -hmm. i mean I yeah guess, how... i guess baby time is baby time but like yeah how has your work time changed since having uh, astrid your your adorable baby well you know at first it's it's like i'm pretty built for staying up and watching things like mm -hmm. I'm, I, I can stay up for long periods of time it gets less as i get older but at first, I would be like, yeah, babe, go to sleep. Pump when you need to pump. Wake up every, you know, when she was first born, wake up before I was pumped. Yeah. 
And I'm like, I'll watch the baby. She'll sleep next to me. I'll feed her. Every two hours, you have to, like, feed her this this stuff. When they're first born for the first month, mm-hmm. they have to get this, like, the... I forget what it's called. Something small that comes out of the breast. Uh-huh. And you feed it to them, and their stomachs are, like, the size of peas. Whoa. So you feed them, like, a small, 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 like, really small, like a drop of this milk, essentially. Huh. And then after that, they start drinking real milk. It's two ounces, three ounces, four ounces. And now she chugs an eight-ounce bottle, right? Oh, okay. And that's of breast milk. That's of formula or breast milk, essentially. Oh, okay. But either, either or. She's got to eat something. Whether yeah. even She's eating solid foods right now, too, but it's, like, mushed up stuff, mm-hmm. right? A couple months, she'll get to, like, solids. Solid yeah. solids. Yeah. But um, I would stay up. I would come home. I'd make myself food. I'd kiss my wife, kiss the baby, and then be like, come on, baby, time to go with Dad. And mm-hmm. we'd go to the living room, and I'd make her a bed next to me on the couch, and I'd put, like, a little bar there so she can't roll off. Mm-hmm. And I'd put her in her swaddle, and she would be next to me sleeping, and I'd get on with the boys, mm-hmm. and then I'd play her music, and then I'd look over, like, every five minutes, be like, is she okay? Is she breathing? Because I don't know if that's, like, a guy thing, <sighs> but we're like... Can I see their chest moving up and down? All right, we're good. Yeah. I don't. I think that's just a parent thing, honestly. Yeah, but yeah. I report lots of guys who are like, "Yep, they're breathing and their skin is still pink, so we're good." Yeah. <laughs> they're they're they look more flush than they do blue, so we're fine. Yeah. And that's kind of how I would do it when she was born. After the four month period, it was a lot of getting into a schedule where I would essentially have a conversation with my significant other and be like, "Look, you like me working, don't you? It brings money." She's like, "Yeah." You like I, you like me having hobbies? She's like, "Yeah." I'm like, I'm in the garage making us money. Mm-hmm. You like that? She's like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not out in clubs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I'm, and I'm not spending tons of money on, like, new shoes and clothes I'm never going to wear. Like, I'm not, I'm doing the most based husband thing you can think of. I'm in the house working. Yeah. And I'm there when you need me if you just call me. And she's yeah. like, yeah. I'm like, so I need time to do that. Mm. I need time. I need time to go do the thing that is supporting us. Right. But I can't just. Abel is very like, just be next to me and hang out, and that's my love language. Oh, right, right, right. And I'm like, I, I can't do that all the time. Oh, okay. If you and I were to waste the rest of our lives on this couch, we would be broke and poor. Mm, okay. <laughs> We'd be together and broke and poor. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I ha- like, I have to. So I've designated Thursdays as my. Most of the day, I'm going to, unless you call me from the garage, going to be working on my pottery. On Tuesdays mm-hmm. and Wednesdays, uh, one of those two days, I got to go with Lindsay to uh-huh. go do the podcast thing. Other than that, I'm pretty much yours, you know? So other than that, I'm taking pictures for posts. I'm posting. I'm editing video as I watch the baby. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, we had like a game day where she played games Aww. and I watched the baby all day. Nice. The only time she watched the baby is when the baby got like, I want to see mama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's having the social anxiety separation phase right now. Oh, yeah. Which is very common for like a 10-month-old. Oh, yeah. They want the parent that stays with them the most, which is mm-hmm. mom because I go to work. Right, right. But as of now, the way I'm working around it is by talking with my partner and designating time to work on my craft. And yeah. it's, it's not me time because mm-hmm. me time is when they go to sleep because I just go, you're asleep. I ain't got to worry about y'all. <laughs> I'm just going to stay up yeah. three more hours and mm-hmm. play games with the boys and lift some weights and, you know, watch YouTube and watch some Matt Cat videos and, you know, do my own yeah, thing. Yeah, Extra stuff. But yeah. that's essentially the way I delve out my okay. time. And part of that, like with Thursday, that also involved talking with your boss of the job where you work for somebody else. Yes. And basically it, saying the nine that, to five. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, it's not a nine to five, but it's, it's, a, yeah, it's a it's like a a one to nine. Yeah. Instead of a nine to five, because yeah. then I come home. If the baby's not asleep, I put the baby to sleep. I feed her. I love her. You mm-hmm. know. And then she goes to sleep. Yeah. I swear to God, she waits until I get home. I su- no. Hold on. You on? But I didn't finish to oh. shit her pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I swear to you, she waits till I get home. She's like, Dad, Dad. And then I, like, love on her, hug her, change her. And then I'm like, all right, well, you're not asleep yet. And Mama's got to go pump real quick. So mm. you're going to be with Dad. She goes, oh, okay. And then she stays there. She's standing. She's almost walking. 
She can understand most of what I say, and then I say once every two nights, she looks at me and goes, <laughs> and I'm like, are you? Oh my gosh. And she goes, yeah. <laughs> Does she actually answer you? Yeah. Oh she my can't, gosh. She can't audibly, she can't like form words. Right, right, right. She, uh, she just got past her first word. Her first word's high. Oh. Um, and she learned that from a YouTube channel called Miss Rachel, which is great. It's like Sesame Street, but it teaches things instead of just, not that Sesame Street does it. It's just that Sesame Street is more of an act. That's uh -huh. for Miss Rachel's like, I am actively personally teaching your child ABCs and how to say right. hi. And that's all her content is all that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that's essentially how I partition my alone time versus my work time mm -hmm. versus my anime time versus my wife time. So how many how many hours are you working now at your other job? What's crazy, and I do have a story about that. Okay. It's a small one, right? I used to work like 36 mm -hmm. to 38 Dang. Uh, hours a week, and then I took a day off. And mm -hmm. I specifically took this was a this was God's plan right here. <laughs> I specifically took a day off because my health insurance and I think other people's health insurance as well in California for the type of business that or I work for raised my health insurance by a hundred dollars every paycheck. So that's two hundred more dollars. I already paid like a hundred something yeah. every paycheck. Uh-huh. Right? And that was like dental, medical bundled up into one thing. Right. I learned that in California, we have covered California. Right. Where if you don't make over like 50 or whatever thousand from a singular job, mm -hmm. you essentially get free health coverage, but your premiums are more. Mm -hmm. Like you, when you go in, you got to pay more, a little more money, right? So like my vasectomy oh, okay, was like yeah. 80 bucks. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On this plan, it's going to be like 200. Oh, on the new plan that you were going to be on. The plan that I'm on now. Oh, the plan you're on now. Because I changed over because they were taking oh. $400 a month or close to 400 from uh -huh. my paychecks for medical that I didn't really use, mm -hmm. realistically, for a really good package. But then I was like, hey boss, and he goes, what? And I was like, I did the math on it. I could technically take a day off of work, not get health coverage, and minus the amount of money I'd be making for a day's worth of work, I would technically be making $300 more oh, a because, month. Because instead of paying for the health insurance, yep. you would get covered, covered California. California. Exactly. Got, okay, and that's also part of the reason why you started taking Thursdays off. That's, yeah, and it just rolled okay. into one where I was like, I'm just going to not work that day and make two days worth of money. Yeah, more yeah. Than I would have if I didn't. Mm -hmm. And he was like, I don't like that. <laughs> but that is true. Yeah. He's yeah. like, he's a businessman too, you mm -hmm. know, so not like I am. I'm just saying like, he's definitely business savvy. So when he thought about it, he was like, you know what? Yeah. Mm. You could easily go and invest your time in your family and your other profession instead of being here and technically without any effort, make more money. Yeah. And that's when Imco contacted me and was like, you should teach here. Yeah. And that's, you know, I was like, cool, that's four hours a day on a Thursday versus eight hours. Mm -hmm. And I'll start teaching at Imco pretty soon in Sacramento, California. That's so freaking awesome, It dude. just rolled into one where I was like, yeah. And my wife's happy because it's down the street from my house, realistically. Yeah, it's not yeah. far, it's like five miles. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I'll just be home earlier. Same schedule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, okay, so you work, how many hours do you work now? Like 30. At the other, at the other place? Because I was like that's, 38 that's or so. Ins that's still insane to me, dude. That on top of everything else you're already doing, you still work. Like for some people, 30 hours is like the one job they do. And you, that's still, that's crazy to me. Okay. 30 so 30 hours isn't, isn't too, you know, you know, those, those blue collar 
people on the, I work 69 hours a week because oh I'm a real man. Oh, I work in the tractor fields. I never see my family. My daughter doesn't even know my real name. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know, 30 hours ain't nothing to me. Oh, God. <laughs> I got a truck out back. I ain't got no truck work to do, but I got a truck because I'm a man. Oh, my God. <clears throat> he coughs out a lung yeah. from his black lung that he got from working in the mines because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. he thinks that hurting and damaging his body is a manly thing to do or some crap Yay like that. Yay for toxic masculinity. Yay. Yeah. But, it doesn't just come in a southern accent. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <sighs> it comes in Midwestern packages. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Lord. Okay, but, so... Oh, sorry. Oh, so I've started to lean off of work as far as my 9 to 5 because I realized that, like, yeah, I'm a work machine. Yeah, I'm built for it. Mm-hmm. But it is slowly damaging my mm. body. Yeah. Staying up for two days in a row to edit videos to make what 3,000 views a week to make a couple people happy mm. is great I love my community I really do love you guys mm-hmm. on, on my YouTube channel but at the same time like I was like man I'm gaining weight I talked to my doctor and he's like well you're a dad now and mm. you're sitting for like four hours a day mm-hmm. if you're not sitting doing pottery you're sitting editing video or you're sitting watching your kid yeah. the only time you're on your feet is at work and you're standing for like six hours a day and you're not moving yeah. you're standing in one place barking orders at people because you're like one of the chefs and yeah. I was like yeah he goes you you know, you used to be very, very, very active physically. You'd go to the gym like once every two days. He goes, now your lifestyle not only demands that you spend time in a seated position, mm-hmm. it also demands that you are at home more so than not. So it does not surprise me that you're gaining a bit of weight. And I was like, this is what dad bought is. Huh? <laughs> He's like, this is the exact reason. Like, it's not like people just got fat out of nowhere. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, yeah, your metabolism slows down, but your lifestyle changed to the point where you actively have to be in a position of not rest, but a position of non-anaerobic activity for yeah. long periods of time. So he goes, so you either have to make time for that activity or incorporate it into your life. Yeah. And he goes, it's much easier to just tell your significant other for like, hey, to an hour to every other week we need to do something or i need to do something yeah like something so mm-hmm. that's essentially where i'm at right now was where i'm trying to make time to teach the classes starting somewhere mid-february mm-hmm. and that'll be those will be the thursday classes those will be thursday class yeah okay. so they're gonna be the intermediate classes there's someone who teaches the beginner beforehand mm-hmm. but i i do realize and i know this is a bit off topic yeah i do realize that the first class or two is i'm me trying to analyze people's skill set to mm-hmm see if they're ready for the intermediate class. Yeah. Because I meet a lot of people who are like, I'm an intermediate potter. And I go, cool, we're going to go through all the gambit of shapes to see what you're most proficient in. Uh Because the intermediate steps in my mind are that you already know all the basic shapes. Yeah. And the intermediate, you start to learn to play with them and morph them into different utilities. Right? Mm -hmm. And if they're like, oh, I I actually just know how to make a bowl really good. Mm. Then I have to look them in the eye and be like, you're not really intermediate. Uh (laughs) I'm not trying to gatekeep you, I promise. But like... (laughs) We still have to go through making a teapot and a lidded jar properly oh my God. and weighing those out. And, I should you know, take your like, class. I should really take your Like, low-key. <laughs> You'd be fine. Low-key, I might. like. Even in my mind, I'm like a high-level intermediate potter or a low-tier advanced potter. Man. But when you actually meet, like, a really advanced potter, you're like, oh! <laughs> Man! Yeah, yeah, no. I'm like, I got... I got cups down. I got cups. I got, I got cups. I can make plates okay. I can do bowls I all right. But yeah, I'm definitely like my my shape diversity is not great. Well, it's just you know the the reason you go through and I'm sorry this is a bit off topic, but the reason you go through beginner phases is because you make you end up making a cylinder and that's most of shapes are based off a cylinder except for like plates and whatnot. Mm. And then you end up making a bowl and that's just how you learn how to stretch a cylinder. Mm-hmm. And then you make a cup which is really just a cylinder that's formed to be ergonomic to the hand. Mm-hmm. And then you learn how to pull and attach clay. And if you fuse those two skills together, the the cylinder and the fusing and attaching clay, 
that's a mug. Yeah. <laughs> what? what? And, <gasps> and then you've already learned how to make a bowl, so I teach you how to make it upside down. Guess what? That's a lid. <laughs> and then you put the lid on top of the bowl, and that's a jar. Yeah, like, I mean, you gotta have a lip and stuff. Yeah. Still, but still. There's a bit more, but it's just yeah. the, the foundation of those shapes can be built upon. Yeah. And I feel like if someone comes into my classroom being like, I'm an intermediate potter, and I go, cool, you have the foundational shapes down, right? And they go, no. Mm. I go, okay, well... We, we have to go over that again. Yeah. Or, or you know, and I can't slow down the rest of the class just for you. So, mm, so it'll like, be interesting to see how you navigate that. I'm either going to have to rinse the lessons that I feel like they should have learned in the beginner phase, or I'm going to have to talk to the teacher and be like, I just really, I just really, 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 really hope they're not one of those teachers who are like, pottery's fun. Do whatever you want, man. Oh. You passed the beginning class. Yeah. And. Granted, like, I'm not going to gatekeep you and be like, that's not a potter. That's, you didn't learn the beginner steps of pottery. Mm. But I will say it will be much more difficult to teach a higher skill set if you don't learn the basic foundation of shapes from the beginner level. Like, yeah. I really, yeah. I'm not part of teachers who just walk away and go, do whatever you want. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, my rant's I, I over, I promise. <laughs> I'm just, it's, I hear you. it's very I hear frustrating you. Yeah. to me. It seems like a lot of, well, I've no. okay, so the thing I've noticed about you is that you, like, kind of need to socialize in a certain sense. Yes. I need to do I need to do things and socialization happens along the way. Mm. I'm the kind of person who will find a friend at work and just be like, you're my homie at work. Yeah. But like I do not under any circumstances need to see work people outside of work. Uh. There's no reason unless it's the one person I get along really well with. But I will if Jackson is like, hey, come hang out with me and the homies and play Super Smash Brothers you know, I might consider it, give it a good 25%. Yeah. And Jackson's on the 12. But even then, it's like, you're a work homie, but people at my work are social enough to where after work, they will sit at the bar. Oh. And you, which is my, which is mind blowing to me. <laughs> that you would be like, oh, I fucking hate work. I don't want to be here. And then after you're off the clock, be like, yeah, I'm still here. Oh with my the gosh. same people I was doing a job with. It oh mind-blowing to me that you would stay in the very prison that you work at. <laughs> and then complain about the prison while you're uh, behind bars. Only to break out of jail and go hang out at the prison. <laughs> like, I don't understand it. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't necessarily want to hang out in the same spot, necessarily. But couldn't I, I, I really liked, like, well, again, like, part of the reason a bunch of the people who... I used to work with have become some of my best friends because we ended up hanging out after work and it just turned out like, oh, we actually have a lot of really similar like interests and stuff. We're like cool people. I'm sure so, we do. Yeah. I'm never going to find that out. That's fair. That's not, I'm going to go play Pokemon Go yeah. for 15 minutes to burn my daily incense and then yeah. I'm going home mm. to my child. Yeah. I think for me, in my own mentality, I think I'm waking up, I'm making breakfast for the wife, I'm cleaning the house, I'm taking care of baby. Wife wakes up, she pumps, I give baby to wife, I say my goodbyes, I might check pottery for 30 minutes or so, mm -hmm. make a little TikTok, I go to work, I work some more, I get off of work, I do the baby thing, technically still work, I go to the garage, I work some more, I wake up and do it again. Every single step is either a tiny break to go to work or to go to work. Mm -hmm. It's to, I don't want to say produce, but to do something in my life that not only I enjoy, but I simultaneously would benefit me in the long run, such as it would be an investment. Yeah. So I don't I don't understand people who are like just chilling. And it's not relaxed time. It's not designated. Like it's like work and the rest of their life is chill. I chill. I mean, I think 
that's fine. I think it's just that's like more of a personality type thing. Yes, 100%. I think I would consider you if we're doing like the A personality, B like C type personality. Yeah. I would definitely say you're like A type personality because you always like having a thing to do. I don't have to feel emotions if I feel my life with work. I mean, that's also true. That's also worth talking about. No, but no. <laughs> I need and also very much enjoy chill time. But I also know that I like having a purpose to my chill time, which is also kind of like a thing. Rare, like, no, I get, it's yeah. usually like, oh, like I want to expand my knowledge of horror movies. So I'm going to look up my, you know, the top rated horror movies of all time and work yep. my way through them. Or it's like, oh, there's a new like Witcher thing. I wonder how they did like with this, you know, like for me, having downtime is really important. And also having downtime that's not social time is really important. So yes, yeah. in addition to filling the social bar, I also really, I need to make sure that I'm filling my alone time bar. And admittedly, like when I'm at home, like I, when I consider alone time also like time with my partner, because again, you know, Cody and I are, we live in a small apartment, but he is often doing his own thing and I'm often doing my own thing. Mm -hmm. We're just in the same space together, mm -hmm. which I really like. Yeah, I don't know. So I think like everyone has different bars that they need to fill in terms of how much social time, how much like downtime, how much chill time, how much solo time, and how much like working time. And I think like, not to make a cheesy sounding summary, but like we all just need to figure out like, <laughs> If, if, if it's there, worrying me that if, you're laughing a little. It's well, making me worried. I'm laughing because I'm thinking about like how, you know how like different enemies will have like two or three like health bars or whatever. Or they'll have like a health yeah. bar and a mana bar yeah. and like a bar that's saving up for their ultimate. The stamina bar. Or right. what are the stamina? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm thinking like, I'm turning this into like a, <laughs> into like a gamer par parallel. But I'm thinking like if your base stats mean that your bar for social energy you need you need to fill that up more than you need to fill up your solo time mm -hmm. you know it's like so everyone just i feel like we have to figure out what our natural inclinations are for like okay how much work do you need to get done to feel good yeah because like for me i mean i need to i need to be making sure that i'm making enough work to sustain myself financially and to be growing and to like you know just in general like main, maintain my business and also and kind of like grow yeah so i need to have a lot of work done but my bar for social and alone time is like also relatively high. So it's the bar about- The that needs the amount of energy in there. Yes, yes, yes. I gotcha. So anyway, so yes, what I'm trying to say, everyone has different needs yeah. and different goals, because again, a lot of folks listening, you know, are, are may not be doing this professionally. So it's like, okay, if you're doing it as a hobby, like how do you balance that out with your main job and the other things that you like to do in your social time? And like, I think just the most important thing I would suggest as like something for our listeners to take away with is recognizing that the time that you want to spend working on ceramics is valuable time. Yes. And it's just as important as like your relationship with pottery or with ceramics is just as important, I would say, as your like relationships with other people. Yeah. Yeah, because it's like all part of main, maintaining like your mental health and your like your your sense of being satisfied with the life you are leading. I would also like to say don't don't let anyone convince you that just because it's something you like doing that it's not work. Mm -hmm. I very much I, I meet uh, I meet a couple of these people and it's my wife being one of them. We had this like little tiff one day where she was like, "Well, pottery's not work. You like it," and I was like, "Oh, word." <laughs> that's what that that's what that is. 
you know? And I remember one time, I saved it up. I, yeah. She had mentioned, like, she likes working. And I was like, so work to you, you should do for free, right? Mm. Like, you like working. You like being on the computer all day. So it's just not work for you. She goes, no, it's work. And I was like, but you like it. Mm. So, you know, but you're going to meet these people. Usually somebody close to you is going to be like, it's not really work because you enjoy it. As if you're an old man who's like, no, you have to hate your existence to make money. <laughs> you, they're not binary. You can do them yeah. simultaneously. Yeah. But I want you to understand that there is a point in which you can identify chill time as pottery, but you are still physically working and thinking and moving and acclimating to the way chain, clay changes. You like you are working mm-hmm. when you're doing ceramic work. Don't let people take that definition away from you. Especially if you're like me or Lindsay, who who are professional mm-hmm. potters. Yeah. You do need alone time away from that pottery. You do need like... Yeah. You will get burnt out after a while because it is work. Yeah. That is my vote for having chill time as well. Because for me, because everything has to be a fantasy metaphor for me, I think about it in terms of rounding out my like skill points. Because <laughs> it's like my chill time yeah. includes watching a show or reading a book or doing like most of the time that stuff will in some way end up kind of fueling the work that I do in the studio. I don't, I don't do it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't do it purposely. Purposefully. Yeah. Yeah, It's just that, yeah, it's just that like, I think if you, if you do the things that you enjoy doing, yeah, they will find ways to impact other areas of your life and they'll find ways to fuel your creative life. Did you just say you're a product of your environment? (laughs) Oh, that's crazy. What? What? But it's just that we shape our environment, I think, is part of it. We shape and our environment. Our, our environment shapes us, and simultaneously, we are shaped by our environment at the same time. It's the things that you like will leak into your work sooner or later, and the things that other people like and create, you will look at and will leak into your work as well. There's no way to escape it. Your brain is not a vacuum. Everything you experience will leak into your personality and life, nature versus nurture. You sh- I know you're trying to argue again. I see your face. You shut up right now. You sh- I'm just thinking about, I'm just thinking about leaking. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Grab a towel, get a bucket and a mop for this wet ass pottery. <laughs> turn it off. I'm done, turn it off. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Mud Peddlers with Lindsay M. Dillon and Dante of Earth Nation. Want to say hi and see what Dante and I are working on in our studios? Check out the show notes for links to our websites and social media below. You can find me at lindsaymdillon.com. That's L-I-N-D-S-E-Y-M as in monster, D-I-L-L-O-N.com. And on Etsy, Instagram, and Facebook, at Lindsay M. Dillon. And you can find me at Earth Nation Ceramics. It's spelled exactly how you think it's spelled. But you can also find me on my Facebook fan page and Instagram at the same name at Earth Nation Ceramics. If you enjoyed hanging out with us today or you have a question or topic you'd like us to discuss, take a second to rate and review The Mud Peddlers in Apple Podcasts. It helps our podcast reach new listeners, and we really appreciate the feedback. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time.